Disclaimer, I do not own the Street Fighter series, nor do I own the Street Fighter characters. These are all owned by Capcom and supported by Capcom. Please support their official releases, and please enjoy your listen. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fighting Game Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Perez, and today we are continuing on with our Street Fighter legacy and moving on to Street Fighter 3 New Generation. Now, I was reviewing the script for this, and uh, this is probably going to be one of my shortest episodes, maybe even shorter than the Alpha games, but uh, hey, I guess we'll see how this all goes when it's finished. Also, since the holidays are coming along, I should probably be doing a Christmas game instead, but um, there's not really a Christmas fighting game out there, aside from a few guest appearances that just so happen to be Christmas characters, but um, hey... This, one of the stages in this game is uh, snowing, and it seems to be Christmas time, so hey, I think that works out just for, right for this uh, time of year. But um, anyway, uh, let's move on and just start with the development history of Street Fighter 3 New Generation. So the producer and publishers of this game are Capcom, and the producer being Tomoshi Sadamoto. Uh, sorry if I mispronounce any of the names in here. Um, this game came out February 4th, 1997 in the arcades and came out October 30th, 1997 for the Dreamcast. And thanks to the Anniversary Collection, um, we are able to play it on modern consoles like the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Steam, and Nintendo Switch. Um, so this game was rumored to be on the N64 and it turns out to be, yep, it was just a rumor. However, they did want to port it to home consoles, and the only one that was capable of putting it on the system was the um, Sega Saturn. But this took a few a few minutes, and then uh, basically the Sega Dreamcast came out and said, hey, that had the powerful enough hardware, so they put it on there. And uh, also, uh, hence the name New Generation, they wanted to start with a clean slate with this series and just get rid of every original Street Fighter character. So no Ryu, no Ken, no Bison, none of that. But uh, fans were kind of outraged at this and said, put Ryu and Ken back in. And so that's just what they did. They put Ryu and Ken back in. But everyone else, nope, completely new characters across the board. Which, to them, I kind of get, because they did a lot of Street Fighter games. They had Street Fighter 1, Street Fighter 2, the Alpha series, and now Street Fighter 3. I don't blame them for wanting to start off on a clean slate. But um, that's mainly it for the history of this game. There wasn't no deep, no nothing. It's just uh, they announced the game, wanted to change things up. Uh, fans said no, and so they decided to keep Ryu and Ken, along with introducing a lot more characters. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to the gameplay. Okay, so now moving on to the gameplay. Now, of course, this being Street Fighter, we have a six-button gameplay setup with being light, medium, heavy, with both having punches and kicks. There's still blocking, there's still grabbing, there's jump attacking, and you still got the stun slash dizzy. Um, now for all the new things that are in this game. Uh, dashing, which is pretty basic for fighting games nowadays, but back then it was kind of an oddity to see it. Uh, Basically, if you press double tap forward or double tap back, you'll spring in that direction, doing a little kind of jump forward or just a dash, so to speak. 
Um, you got high jumps, which I have barely seen. Uh, you got leap attacks, which is if I can compare this, which would be um, short hopping in the Smash Brothers series. Um, uh, however, there is no air blocking. So it's kind of funny to see that um, all, the only Street Fighter game that has air blocking, at least in the mainline series, the only uh, Street Fighter game that has blocking in the air is Alpha, which kind of sucks, but hey, at least that game has some leverage over the others. <laughs> um, and then there's these things called Super Arts. Now you could choose between three of them, and basically it's your super move. Uh, now, depending on which super you pick out of the three, they'll have different bars, then they'll fill up to different levels. Say, if I pick number one, it could have three bar, it could have um, three meters of it, but only uh, one continuous bar, and I could use it three times. Or I choose super number two, which has a small load time, and I could do it repeatedly, but I only get it twice. Um. So it's kind of interesting to play around with what super you really like. And also, uh, I could probably not go without this entire series without saying this, parrying. Basically, if you do a forward down movement when someone's about to attack you, you do a little parry. And um, basically what that does is you bypass chip damage and you don't take any chip. It's basically like if you deflected an attack and you get the free mobility to attack back. Now, I have barely done this because doing this is really, really hard, at least for me. Um, but I've seen people do it really consistently, and it's crazy. I mean, it definitely makes gameplay a lot of fun, but it also makes it kind of frustrating too. Um, uh, now, this game, the way it feels is really, really good. I feel so fast and so smooth. It's as smooth as butter. The gameplay just feels so good, and I could gush all over it if I was just talking about the gameplay alone. And with the new setups with this being parrying, dashing, uh, leap attacks, and the super arts, there's a lot to play around with in this game. Uh, but yeah, overall, this game is super fun. The new mechanics they put in this game are super good, and they're just all around good in this game. Um, so, let's move on to the music. Alright, so the composers for this game were Hideki Okagawa and Yuki Iwa. I'm sorry for mispronouncing your names. Um, so the music is really good and really calm. And yeah, just overall, this game's atmosphere and the music that it just can, gives you is very calming, I guess. Aside from a Gil stage in the final level, but that's from aside the point. All the music here is really nice and chill. Aside from a couple exceptions, like I said, Gills being one of them. But um, overall, the music is really good and really calming. I'd say they're really good chill beats to study to. So if you have an exam or a test you're studying for, uh, put on New Generation and uh, yeah, just let your worries kind of like fall away. But um, yeah, uh, they did a good job with this game. And overall, they did really good with this game's music. The music, is, the music is very nice, very calming. I definitely recommend listening to it. But for a fighting game, I would like a little more rock or just a little more um, beats to it. But um, overall, the music in this is not bad. It's just what, not what I would call a fighting game music. But um, overall, it is really good and really worthwhile checking out for yourself. And with that, let's move on to the looks.
So the artists for this game are Ball Boy, Q, Yusuke, and D. Kurita. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure all these names are aliases. But hey, aside from that, the art that they made is really, really good. It's really good. The contrasting colors from bright to dark or dark to bright throughout the rounds and throughout the stages. Uh, putting new set pieces there, depending on what round you're in, is all super, super cool. Not only that, but also the sprites and stages are also really, really good looking. Especially the side colors for all the characters. Uh, they all look really, really good. And the characters themselves, and design-wise, look really, really good. And since they are all new characters, they can be free and not hold by restrictions on what to do. And overall, the art in this game is amazing. I'd definitely check it out. But anyway, let's move on to the characters. Okay, so normally with characters, I'd split this into two segments, being returning characters and new characters. But since a majority of these are new characters, I'm going to put this in one whole segment. Uh, so anyway, our returning characters are Ryuna Ken, and that's it. Those two are really the only returning characters we have left. All of these new ones are going to be brand new uh, and originating from this game. So first up, we have Alex. Now, Alex was originally going to be the main character of this entire series of Street Fighter, but the fans said no. Uh, they still try and made him the main protagonist, but um, uh, they still tried their best to do that. But um, anyway, Alex is um, very young, really likes fighting, and overall he's just trying to find how strong he really is in the world. And, you know, starts to uh, travel and whatnot, and just stuff kind of just happens to Alex. That's all I really say. That's all I can really say. Like, somehow he gets into a situation like this. Uh, you know, he fights around and, you know, it's, um, it just happens like that. Uh, but overall, Alex cares about his family. Uh, he's really good with cars and he travels around the world in an RV. Um, anyway, next up we have Ibuki. Uh, Ibuki is a ninja from a ninja clan. And she is overall, um, right now just training and going to school. Um, they didn't really give her a personality yet. I mean, granted, this is where everyone first kind of showed up, and so opinions, or not opinions, um, uh, the way the characters are still haven't been shaped yet. Um, but in Street Fighter 4 and 5, she's mainly just wants to enjoy her youth of uh, where she is, but she is also super energetic and uh, boy crazy, um, as in Street Fighter 4 and 5 is. Um, up next, we have um, Dudley, and Dudley is a more or less of a fan favorite of this series. Um, Dudley is a uh, British boxer who is just uh, very elegant and very uh, top class. And uh, yeah, he enjoys roses and tea, and overall he's just very nice, but once you start fighting him, oh boy, you're going to be seeing uh, a lot of dashes and punches. Uh, ne up next, we have Necro. Uh, Necro is a bit of an oddball being the dalsum of this game. Uh, Necro is basically um, an experiment from the uh, Gill Society, or just the society, I guess. Um, and Necro is basically just trying to find um, 
peace and just on the run since he was an experiment he fled and overall he's just on the run trying to enjoy his life and uh, he enjoys his life by singing opera which is interesting but hey uh, up next we have sean and you might know this character because he was in the story of street fighter 5 and laura's story because sean is laura's little brother uh now sean i guess after seeing the fight I uh, wanted to learn from Ken and just, you know, learn how to fight and just go across the world. And Sean is more or less the Dan of this game, but I'd say he's a little bit above Dan, just trying to be um, better and just trying to learn from the best and just trying to learn how to fight. Um, but he is very energetic, very calm, and really likes playing basketball and chewing bubblegum. Up next, we have Oro. And Oro is basically the hermit of this game, and just the hermit in general. Um, he has the power of telekinesis, at least I think that's what it is. And he is basically just traveling the world and just trying to find good fights. Kind of like Ryu in a sense. But he's also like the wise old seeking man, and just the wise hermit, who just comes out once in a while to see how the world has become. Um, up next we have Elena... And Elena is um, uh, basically a high school girl traveling the world. Uh, I believe she was from Africa, if I could be wrong. But um, Elena, uh, after the events of Street Fighter 4, basically just kept traveling the world and basically went to stay in Japan for a little while in this game. And that's mainly about it. Um, Yoon and Yang both share the same endings, and funny enough, it's only eight original characters, or not, sorry, eight original characters, uh, yeah, no, eight original characters, um, Yoon and Yang both came in this game, but, um, Yoon was basically the main playable character, while, um, Yang was basically, uh, a alternate skin, to say, uh, but both Yoon and Yang have the, uh, same ending, um, in this game, and play the exact same way, I believe. But um, Yoon and Yang, um, we'll start with Yoon first. Yoon is the outgoing spirit person who uh, wants to get in a good fight and just kind of wants to see the world and see how his fighting style can compare. And it's the same thing with Yang. He also wants to see how the his uh, fighting style can compare and see how many strong warriors he can fight. Uh, but with Yang... Uh, he is more calm, cool, and collected and tries to get his um, younger brother, Yoon, out of um, harm's way. And up next, we have the boss character and the unplayable character uh, for this entire series, um, Gil. Uh, now, Gil is the leader of the secret society uh, who, after Street Fighter V, Bison's death, um, Gil basically takes over and starts to show the world where they will be going. And uh, Gil himself is just setting into motion um, what the society wants for the world. And um, Gil is very much an oddball. He wants to unite the world in peace, I believe. Or no, not unite the world in peace, but at least control it through peace, if that makes any sense. But yeah, anyway, these are all the new characters. And overall, my feelings on these characters... Uh, these characters are good characters. Um, I wouldn't mind if Ryu and Ken kind of sat this one out, but I would kind of feel a little bad if they weren't in this. But overall, the new characters that are in this game are really good, and the designs are also really, really nice. And a lot of these characters basically became fan favorites, like I said, being seen in Street Fighter 4 and 5. But anyway, let's move on to our last segment, Arcade Endings.
So the reason why I said arcade endings and not story is because, well, there is no story in this game as far as I'm aware. Um, when I tried to look up story or try to find any semblance of story, um, there are more or less just little set pieces, I guess, of what happened. But overall, there's really no story to this game. That The story doesn't kick in until the next game, Second Impact, and uh, Street Fighter Three Third Strike. So, anyway, uh, we're just talking about the arcade endings here. And they're all really fairly short. So, anyway, Ryu's arcade ending is basically he is still on the warrior's path since he has conquered the darkness and has the light in him now, or the power of nothingness. So he's basically still just trying to see um, who else to fight, and with open eyes still traveling the world. Um, Ken spends quality time with his son, Mel, and uh, side note really quick, uh, Mel is such a weird name, and I had a conversation with his, with a friend, but um, he said, yeah, Mel's a fine name. I'm like, Mel just feels a little weird, but anyway, it's a unique name, that's for sure. Uh, sorry for the side tangent, but um, Alex's ending is he basically wants to see the world for himself. Uh, Ibuki uh, wants to learn, or no, um, she learns about what Gil's plans are for the world. Uh, Dudley gets his car back. Uh, this is, definitely won't be the last time his car gets stolen. Uh, Necro um, escapes Gil's experiments. Sean uh, loses to Ryu, but keeps trying to beat him so he can fight Ken. Uh, Oro uh, scouts Ryu to learn his uh, fighting techniques. Uh, Elena stays in Japan. And Yun and Yang basically show off their kung fu and just roll downtown. Um, it's pretty interesting on all these arcade endings. Um, but they're all, like, again, I kind of sped run through these. But still, even if I did kind of prolong it, they still would have been pretty short on their own. Um, but overall, uh, these endings are nice. Um, I don't believe any of these are canon, but overall, um, that's it for the arcade endings. So, let's move on to the end. So, that's basically it for uh, Street Fighter 3 New Generation. Uh, pretty short game, uh, but a very good one, and just whatever they poured into it, uh, being a really, really good game. A really good Street Fighter game, too. And, good, luckily enough, they would keep this for the other two and just keep refining it and to making it almost perfect. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, remember, you guys can follow me under Instagram, under Fighting Game History, along with um, the polls. The polls are still going on right now to see what fighting game I want to do next. Uh, from you guys to put in, hey, I want you to do this fighting game, and I will more or less um, try and get to that request and do it, just so I have more options so I can uh, feel the field around. Um, and also, if you guys still want me to do fighting game advice, that will also be in the polls for yes or no. Uh, the polls will end by um, January 1st, so please uh, go look at the polls and uh, just leave down any fighting game that you want me to do, or if you still want me to give advice. Um, thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, you guys have been a big help. Oh, and one thing before I go, um, thank you guys for letting me reach 321 uh, listeners for each and every episode. 
uh, all combined together at least. Uh, 300 to 21 is such a big deal, and I was planning on saying, uh, let's get the 300 before the end of the year, but um, Monday when that happened, I was super shocked and super hyped about it, so um, I'm not really going to ask Google, but if we can get to 360 by the end of the year, I'd be super hyped with you guys, and I'd be super excited. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, the match is in your hands.